So we're going to do the prayer for your husband. Um, I feel that women who believe God for a spouse, I feel like it's kind of like a joke to people. Um, I remember like just a few years ago, marriage was like a status symbol for women. And I noticed like now a lot of people are like, okay, with not being married, which is fine as well. Um, You know, let me tell you, I know it's kind of strange. People think that it's kind of strange to, you know, be a single woman and just really be out here taking care of yourself and taking care of your business. You know, I'm so proud to see how women are developing the lifestyle that they want for themselves and setting a standard of the type of life that they want, you know, being married or not being married. Um, so if you if you don't have the desire to be married, if you're not really interested in that, I totally get it. But I just feel like um, some people are so anti-marriage. And I, I think it's really because, um, you know, again, the devil always challenges every good thing God puts together and I feel like that's why that's why relationships are always under attack that's why marriages are always under attack Um, one of my friends who's a marriage counselor she said that she was going to um, come on my podcast we were supposed to do it last year but you know schedules and stuff like that um, we couldn't do it but she was going to give us some advice to single women and she is going to come but nonetheless I wanted to pray for your husband I want you to be in faith for your husband and I I want to do this prayer to encourage you, to empower you, not to give up. Um, as you get older, especially as you start getting like in your 20s, like your mid-20s, your 30s, your mid-30s, your 40s, your mid-40s, your 50s, your 60s, I see that a lot of people just start, start to give up. Like they just completely give up on the idea. Um, you don't have to be married young, young for it to be a great marriage. You just want to be married to the right person. Um, and we just want to trust God with it. And as we wait for this God selected man. We want to, you know, definitely take care of ourselves, definitely um, live a purpose driven life, not just with putting things on hold for the husband um, and just have a good attitude about it. Like you don't have to be bitter. It's if you can't be happy by yourself, it's going to be very hard to be happy with someone else because you have to arrange your life around another person. So I always tell people shoot high for the man. Um, I believe so one of my friends messaged me she was like Jamie I saw what you posted on Facebook like I'd be commenting on all the little pages she was like I saw that you were like you were believing God for an NBA player she was like most people don't even believe in God and you were believing God for an NBA player I'm like girl why not you gotta you gotta shoot for the stars like life is very difficult it's complicated there's stuff that comes along the way I'm, I'm getting the top I'm not gonna get something I can put together myself. I want God to choose the person for me. But nonetheless, I wanted to just encourage you on this. Read the story of Ruth and I'm going to be praying for your husbands and I'm going to also put a timestamp on it. So let's get to work. So Father God, we thank you that you care so much about us, that you have already selected our spouse. We trust that you have our spouse for us. I pray, Lord, for the women who are waiting and searching um, and just ready to be in a relationship with their husband. I pray that it's no longer delayed, that there's no more hold on it. I pray that you reveal who their spouse is. Let's narrow this down. We are not in the position where we want to waste additional time. So we are seeking you, God, because you have the answer. You have the solution. You know who the man is. You know why you have selected the type of man you want us to be with. 
So I just pray, Lord, that you reveal that to us. You give us a strategy. You tell us how you want us to be. And you tell us the different things that you want us to work on while we're in waiting for the husband. Um, Lord, I pray for the people who have trusted you before with their spouse. And if they feel like you have failed them, I pray that they allow you an opportunity for you for them to trust you again. I pray that you explain to them why it didn't work out the first time. And I pray that you open your heart to him and share with him your frustrations, share with him how you feel and share with him what you feel that you have lost. All things work together for the good for those who believe. It will always cost you to believe. I pray that if you feel like that the Lord has let you down, that you have an open and honest conversation with how he let you down. And then you begin to work and rebuild your faith and your trust in God because we want what you have for us. This world system is designed for us to fail. These world um, values are not the values that you have for us, God. We want something that's longstanding. We want something for the long run and we want what you want for us, Lord. So I just pray for these women that you give us the strength and the stamina to wait. I pray that they don't settle. I pray that they have hope. I pray that they just continue to work on their faith and build their faith on the man that you have for them, Lord. I pray that they don't um, cheapen themselves to get with someone. You don't have to knock somebody else off to get the man that you want. You don't have to try to put it together yourself, but you can just trust God with this spouse. I pray that whatever area that they struggle in, whether if it's loneliness, whether if it's depression, I pray God that you hover over them and you feel that void and you show them how they can maneuver through that emptiness, Lord. So I thank you for it. And Lord, we bring it in them spouses this year. 2023 is the year. We put in pressure and demand on you. You have to reveal who these men are. And after you reveal it, Lord, they got to come through. There's not going to be no long engagement. You got two weeks, bruh. I'm kidding. You set the timetable, Lord, of how soon they're going to come. But I just pray that this is not no long engagement, that they don't waste our time, that they that they come through and they will um, assist us with the purpose that you have for us and they will cover us in the areas that need to be covered in and we will cover them as well. I pray as, as Boaz did for Ruth that this man, this husband will do the same for them, that they will pick up their causes. I pray that they will, the man will not try to get them cheap or at a discount. Ain't no side chick, Lord, dust, (laughs) dust to the side chick. You have called us to be women. You have called us to be wives, Lord. And if we've never had, uh, had it modeled out in front of us, we've never seen that, um, bring people to them, bring marriages and couples to them that can assist them with being the wife um, that's needed for this man. I pray for every broken heart. I pray for the girls who can't trust men. I pray that you can trust God. You can trust that God will bring somebody to you that's gentle, that's delicate with you, and that it's somebody that will cover and protect you. So I thank you for it, Lord. I pray for women who struggle with um, infertility. I pray that this will not be something that will stop them from being married, that a man will not view them as less. You are not less of a woman because of a reproductive issue. You, God cares so much about your organs, your soul. He has so much in store for you um, outside of that. I pray healing towards your heart pertaining to it. I pray over your organs and call your organs healed and whole. They're going to operate in the way that God designed for them to operate. Every cell, every tissue is going to line up in the way he said it's supposed to line up. We receive that healing today, Lord. I pray for the women who are unmarried with children. I pray that you would bring forth a man that can cover those children, that will be a father for those children, that won't run when they see them kids. I pray that they'll be able to cover them, that he'll be a good fit, that they'll won't be any division, that he won't be divisive with the children, that he can take it all in and 
you can bless it and they can be the family that you designed them to be. I thank you for it, Lord. I pray unity. I pray for the women who feel like that it's not going to happen. I pray that you give God an opportunity to allow it to happen. There's no situation that's too embarrassing or too big that he cannot solve. He's just looking for an opportunity for you not only to believe, but to trust that he can do it. Um, So start writing out what you want. Start writing out what you want. Start writing out what you need. Start writing out what you desire. And then give um, give room for God to bring in what you what he needs for you, what he wants from you as well. So I pray that you continue to build your faith up. I pray that you send over the right minister, the right pastor, the right church that can really guide you and assist you with making these decisions in life. And I pray that the man reveals himself this year, this year, 2023. We're declaring this as the year of marriage quick marriages. Marriages is not going to take long. Engagements is not going to take long. That you'll know him. The Lord will make um, make a distinction between him and the other men before. That you'll know there'll be something different about him. I pray, Lord, that you start lingering um, over these women and sharing them with their husbands. Can we get a name, Lord? Tell us a name. Tell us what it's going to look like. Tell us a city. Give us something to work with in our faith, Lord. And I come against any type of spirit of fear, worry, stress, depression, anxiety, panic attacks. I come against anybody operating in the spirit of Haman that's trying to destroy what you put together. Uh, we put the devil on notice. You can't have our men. You can't have our life. You can't have our dreams. You can't have what God has set up for us. Um, God is powerful he will always beat the devil you can always outstand the devil all you have to do is continue to pray even when you don't feel like it even if you don't know what to pray throw on some td jakes and let him do the work for you um so we thank you for it um we're going to continue to be cute as an act of faith and we're going to we're going to put a time stamp on this lord you got two weeks to reveal who this man is and we're going to give you another week to reveal um when this is going to happen tell us how to pray tell us the prayer diagnosis for this tell us the prayer treatment plan tell us how we have to be if there's anything in the way of us getting the men that we want you let us know today don't let us be out here wandering and and um and worry about what we want and how we want it if you know that you're not going to be able to do it because there's something that we have not dealt with so we are open and honest with you lord we are share our heart with you we share our dreams with you we trust you with everything we have we give you every access to our life but we also gonna put a demand he need to we need our man lord we need him to come today okay (laughs) 2023 that's it marriage in the name of jesus christ we pray amen so be cute read the story of ruth and you ask god am i more of a ruth am i esther am i there is another um and there's another woman in the bible that's powerful i think she's a judge i can't think of her name right now get in the lord's face one of the things i've always done with my faith is that the reason why I get all these answers from the Lord is because I get in his face and I don't back down until I get my answer. So if you got to take a personal day, if you got to be like, you know what, tomorrow I'm not going nowhere. I'm going to clean my house. I'm going to let the kids go hang out with somebody else. I'm going to close these blinds and I'm just going to go war to war in God's face and find my answers. Do it. If you got to go out of town, book a hotel, do it. If you got to go to a conference for a weekend and just really here for the Lord, get in his face do it. You got to put your plate down. Do it. Sometimes that's what it takes. Usually what I tell people, because when you cry out to the Lord, he's obligated to respond. Usually when the Lord goes quiet, it's because he wants to share something with you. So if you're praying and you're praying and you're praying and you don't get an answer, if you don't know what decisions to make, that means you need to get in his face. So I challenge you, get in the Lord's face. 
You want a man? You want an NBA player? You want a 6'4 player with a hairline? And you want to knock down medical? Okay, I need a seed in the ground that's difficult to plant. What is hard to put in the ground? Uh, what is? What are those seeds that's difficult to plant? That's what God is requiring from you. And sometimes he may not be requiring that for you. He may want to tell you in advance how he wants you to be to, so he can present you. So don't worry about it. Don't stress about it. Your age does not matter. God can do much with nothingness. Just let him do the work. The only thing I tell people is to live a life of forgiveness. Make sure you forgive. Be cute every day as an act of faith. Because I'm going to tell you, days I'll be waking up, I'll be like, let me put my hoodie on. I don't feel like it. Be cute as an act of faith. Do not allow this to rob you of you. Put your lashes on. Get your eyebrows arched. Put your dress on. You know, don't allow the circumstances of life dictate how you're going to be. You tell it how you're going to be. Sometimes you got to get ahead of the devil and you're going to tell this devil, I'm going to be cute anyway. Get out of my face. Be on those vibes and write out what you want. When you go to war and you get in the Lord's face, you tell the Lord what you want. And then he'll tell you what, what um, he has for you. Or you know what? You may just get in his face and wait for him to respond. But if he gets quiet continue to push it I feel like sometimes people quit too early they're too nonchalant some stuff take I need to get away I'm gonna go book a hotel I'm gonna grab my TD Jakes I'm gonna grab my Sarah Jakes I'm gonna grab my Joyce Meyer whoever that you listen to wherever the place where you go to meet God sometimes it requires that and don't compare yourself to nobody nobody your life is different. We have, we all come from different starting places. God honors us way differently. And what he does for one person may not be what he does for you. He'll do something for you as well, but it's not going to be the same. It's going to be tailor-made for you. So never compare yourself. You're not too old. You're not too late. You're not too sick. You're not too big. You just have to give God room to move. Now, when you give him room to move, don't try to... Um, <laughs> you know, get in the Lord's face and then tell him how to do it and then try to walk in faith on your own terms. You know, he'll tell you what he has for you, but he'll also tell you how he wants you to be because the Lord has already told me. So I'm very direct. Like one of the things I always say, like, I feel like, um, like I said, people put me on a pedestal and I know that and people are kind of scared of me. So what I do is I just walk up on the guy. When are you going to take me out? The Lord told me for your husband, do not do that. <laughs> He was like, no, I don't need your help. You're not going to come up to him. You're not going to act. He's going to come to you. And I'm like, oh, my God, the Lord is stripping my feminism. Like, I feel like it shouldn't matter. Like a woman goes after what she wants. He was like, Jamie, let me do. And I'm going to be honest. I do not have any more organs or feet to give the Lord. So I'm going to keep my big mouth shut. I do my prayers. I do my declaration. I make room for God to move. And that's it. But no, I do need to turn up a little bit more on this because I already told the Lord. 34 is the year there's no reason why you you're holding this like this I don't have time I don't want to give no more time to this like I'm ready to go into the next phase so um trust God trust if you feel like God forgot about you tell him get in his face when you get in the Lord's face sometimes it's not always cute he just wants you I feel like God wants you to be honest with him like how Jonah was Jonah was honest and I just really feel like he wants to know if if you trust him with your frustration. Like, tell him. I told the Lord straight up. I said, I feel like you. I went through all of this just to walk away, to go right on another journey. Like, why would you do that? I was honest. And that's why I believe I get the answers I get. Because, you know, sometimes my hallelujah get tired. 
<laughs> like I told the Lord one time, like I ain't got no more declarations. Like I need to know what's going on. Like I'm, he has completely unlined me. Like I don't have nothing else to give. So you need to tell me. And if he doesn't tell you, you get in your worship and be like, I'm not backing down to you. Tell me I'm not leaving this room until you tell me. I don't care if I got to call out of work. If I got to cancel appointments, I'm not leaving until you tell me what's going on. And he will. But if it, it may take eight hours, it may take two hours, it may take two days. I feel like the longer it takes, it doesn't matter. I feel like that's your desperation point. Because I remember I asked Lord, why did it take eight hours for you to tell me certain things? He said, because it took you eight hours to receive what I had to say. So my advice, don't back down. Don't leave out of here with nothing. And then through the warring and getting in his face if you feel like you still didn't get what you're supposed to get you tell him I still don't feel like I got what I got you got 24 hours to to tell me put I believe in putting a timestamp on it because when you put a timestamp on stuff it's undeniable don't be afraid to break up routines either like sometimes you got to shake it up like you know if you go to church you know how we kind of get stuck in routines like I'm gonna sing my three hill songs before I start my day I'm gonna do my fast I'm gonna do that sometimes you got to break out them routines and be like look Lord I'm here to do business what's going on you need to tell me I do it all the time some of the advice I would give you is one don't take your misfortune out on God or people that's not who God is and that doesn't do anything for your faith walk around with an attitude because your life didn't turn out the way you want it to be it's just not an attitude you want to have and newsflash let me just go ahead and tell you everybody has that their life didn't turn out how they thought it was going to be nobody was walking around here with 100% certainty that this is what the life they were supposed to have you always have second guessing and stuff like that but um try your best to have a, a bright attitude do not lose yourself in it um stay cute continue to live a life of faith and forgive forgiveness is key because when you operate in unforgiveness it's very difficult to hear the heart of God you have it's a requirement you have to forgive so he can forgive you it's very very hard to hear honestly I don't even think you can hear on the level that you want to hear if you if you um, operate in unforgiveness so make that a lifestyle and forgiving is really a cleansing system it's a detoxify it's so that you don't allow bitterness in your life don't be bitter bitterness does not stay contained it grows on the inside of you it's a root that grows so it comes from the core of bitterness is unforgiveness you have to let go every single day one of the things is the hardest thing to do in life is to let go and you can't you have to you have to allow God to equip you and empower you to let go and to forgive forgiveness is not true forgiveness to me I mean I'm not the forgiveness police but you have to forgive you have to let the person know that you forgave them and you have to seal it with a gift when you do it that way the devil does not have territory to mess with you like that I here and I'm not bragging I don't believe in bragging I'm nobody literally I'm nobody there's nothing great about me but I do tell people because people always say well I don't hear like that well God don't talk to me or I don't understand can you go to the Lord on my behalf no you need okay I'll always go to the Lord on somebody's behalf but y'all are not going to be wearing me out I got my own faith journeys and I'm still believing for my baller I need all my faith on that child but you can hear on this level if you can you have to work at it you have to forget you have to let go you have to trust when you start operating those things God has no reason not to tell you things I be asking the Lord stuff that's why sometimes I don't ask the Lord anything because I know he's gonna give me the answer some stuff I'm not ready to unpack it took me 
two years to unpack that the fact that the Lord changed his mind. I didn't even know that he does that. So that would be my vibes. Get a vision board. Start surrounding yourself with the life that you want. Start building your expectation. On my Instagram, I purposely follow the women and that I feel that that's the, the vibe God wants me on. I follow Aisha Curry. I follow Joanna Gaines. I follow Barbara Corkin. I don't follow people and it's no shade, but I try to tailor my timeline to what my faith is on. I try to listen to what my faith is on. I don't really leave room or opportunity for the devil to try to play in my mind because it takes energy to build faith. I rather would take that energy and build it on those things that God has called on me. God said five children. I follow women, mamas of five, you know, God, uh, share with me all these things. I, I try to follow the, the areas that need, I don't just follow anybody. It has to line up with my value system because what what you see every day is either building your faith or it's destroying it. So keep that in mind. God is an advocate for everything that you want. He has no reason to not open up the doors for this. He has no reason to do that. Just be in faith with it and then make sure you ask some questions though, for real though, like for real, for real. What is your purpose? What is that man carrying? No, no, no. See, I tell y'all I do all these episodes off the dome. I have nothing written down. Let me rehash my thoughts. What is your purpose? What does it cost to be you? What did I say the third one was? What does it cost to be you? It was a third one. What does that man war with? And what are you carrying? What is the purpose of this union? What are we birthing? And when you get to that point where he told you, he said it, y'all got it. You vibing with the man. It's going to take a lot of faith to seal it. And then when you get married and you got the man, y'all need to go ahead and just go ahead and go to somebody's church for real though, because that's where all the attacks start to happen. But be encouraged, be in faith, stay cute. And again, thank you for inviting me into your space and your world. And please let me know when y'all get y'all man. When y'all be getting y'all man, y'all be getting engaged. Don't nobody let me know. I got to find out on Facebook. Please let me know because when you do, it just um, motivates me. I share it with other people who are on the same faith vibe so that they know that God is really advocating for these marriages. So be cute. Don't let society dictate what your values are. You're not too big. You're not too old. You're not too fat. You're not too sick. You're not too broke. You're not too weak. You, God has the perfect spouse for you. And, you know, just throw in them height requirements that you want as well. But anyway, be blessed and be cute.